0: Section 9 of Guelphs and Ghibellines by Oscar Browning. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Pamela Nagami. Chapter 8. King John of Bohemia. Mastino della Scala. Part 2. At the beginning of 1333, King John reappeared at Turin, supported with the authority of the Pope and the King of France. He vainly attempted to recover the revolted towns, and at length after making a truce with the party of the league left italy with his son charles in october thirteen thirty three the country was again given up to anarchy and disorder the history which we have just traversed is very remarkable we see from the readiness with which the towns of italy surrendered themselves to a prince who was not their sovereign who had no claim over them who was in a certain sense a mere adventurer who had nothing to recommend him but the chivalry and honesty of his character how eager they were to embrace any expedient which promised them for the moment peace and repose we know how passionately dante desired the advent of a deliverer from beyond the alps we have seen how monarch after monarch french and teuton charles of anjou charles of valois henry of luxembourg ludwig of bavaria john of bohemia were misled in turn by the exhausted communities of italy as the coming saviours a letter is extant from napoleon i to murat ostensibly written at the moment when he was undertaking the command in spain in which he wrote you will have to do with a new people it has all the courage and will have all the enthusiasm which is found in men who have not been exhausted by political passions the words if written before the event were prophetic the french domination in spain was assisted by a national rising which was the beginning of that movement of national liberation which eventually threw off the napoleonic yoke but as it was the exhaustion produced by political passions which threw france and other parts of europe into the arms of napoleon so it was this same exhaustion which made Italy grasp with the energy of despair at the hope of any deliverance, however illusory. Dante compares Florence to a man in a bed of sickness who tosses about restlessly from one side to the other in the hope that each new posture may give repose to his exhausted frame. For Italy there was no repose. The fever had to run its course until the weakened body yielded its broken will to the bidding of an irresponsible master. King John, before leaving Italy, had taken the opportunities of selling a number of his towns to certain of the smaller lords. Thus Parma and Lucca were sold to the Rossi, Reggio to the house of Foliano, Modena to the P. E., Cremona to the Ponzoni, these petty lords attached themselves, after the departure of King John, to Bertrand du Poiret, the papal legate, who, as we have already seen, had made himself master of Bologna. The government of Florence had not supported the League, because they had hoped to get some advantage by the spoil of these petty princes, and so when du Poiret was driven out of Bologna by Obizzo d'Este on March 19th, all of Thursday, which preceded Palm Sunday, 1334, they received him kindly into their city. Embarking at Porto Pisano, the legate returned to Avignon with a sense of entire failure. He had not succeeded in putting down the Visconti, nor in preventing the invasion of Ludwig, nor in consolidating the power of the Pope and the States of the Church. On the contrary, the Guelph party was more divided than before john the twenty second was now too old to avenge his servant and died on december fourth the great families of the lombard plain were now free to extend their conquests on every side the visconti of milan acquired como bellinzona vercelli cremona lodi crema and piacenza the traveller in the north of italy still discerns the wriggling Bisha or serpent with a child issuing from its mouth, the cognizance of that house, on many an isolated wall of mouldering masonry. The Gonzaghi of Mantua added Reggio to their dominions, while Modena fell to the house of Este, the lords of Ferrara. It was natural that this powerful confederacy should alarm the jealousy of Venice, and the Florentines were obliged to take the same side by the force of events. To understand the war which now broke out, we must realize the enormous power of the House of the Scaligeri, Lords of Verona. Mastino della Scala was at this time sovereign over nine cities, which had at one time been capitals of independent states. Verona, Padua, Vicenza, Treviso, Brescia, Feltre, Belluna, Panama, and especially Lucca, of which we have heard so much and will hear still more. Then he enclosed the territory of Venice on either side. His revenue amounted to 700,000 florins a year, so that he was wealthier than any monarch excepting the king of France. It is said that 23 deposed princes found a refuge in his court, and it might be supposed with some reason that he aimed at making himself king of Italy. The quarrel with Venice, which had long been preparing, broke out eventually from disputes about the traffic in salt. The Venetians had a monopoly of this commodity, but Mastino built fortresses in the mountains and drew a chain across the Po, in order to bar the passage of the Venetian traders. The cause of this quarrel with Florence was his possession of the town of Lucca. This town had been sold by King John of Bohemia to the family of the Rossi, and by them both towns were again sold to mastino the florentines were naturally reluctant to see the authority of the veronese potentate interposed between them and pisa between their valley and the sea lucca had long been the prize which they had hoped to obtain for themselves for this they had joined the great lords of lombardy in their wars against the minor princes mastino had promised to surrender the town to them but he was too fully sensible of its value to give it up when the florentines offered to buy it he doubled his price and when they agreed to pay this higher sum he replied that he did not require the money then they had no alternative but to join the venetians in making war against him the venetians committed their force to pietro di rossi one of the ablest generals of the time an achilles in valour a galahad in purity of character. As this war went on, this league was joined by all the natural rivals and enemies of the Scalagers, the Visconti of Milan, the Este of Ferrara, the Gonzaghi of Mantua, as well as by Charles and John, sons of John, king of Bohemia. These came together on March 10, 1336, a desolationem et ruinam dominorum alberti et mastini fratrum de la scala for the desolation and ruin of the two brothers albert and mastino della scala the treaty between florence and venice dates from the previous year the fortunes of the war turned eventually against mastino Padua fell by treachery into the hands of marsilio da carrara who established there a signory for his family Albert della Scala, the brother of Mastino, who resided at Padua, devoted rather to pleasure than to business, was taken prisoner. Charles of Bohemia obtained possession of Feltre and Belluno. Azzo de Visconti captured Brescia. Rolando de Rossi, the elder brother of Pietro, was pressing Lucca. Treviso was besieged. Verona threatened at length in december thirteen thirty eight mastino was forced to yield and he made a separate peace with venice to which the florentines were compelled to accede the florentines did not succeed in obtaining lucca which had been their whole object in going to war but had to content themselves with a few castles in the neighbourhood the venetians acquired treviso and its surrounding districts bassano and castelbaldo this was the beginning of the land empire of the Venetians, the possession of which exercised such an important influence on their policy and changed to a great extent the character of their government. The house of Carrara was confirmed in the possession of Padua, Charles and John of Bohemia in that of Belluno and Feltre, while the rest of those who had taken part in the war received their several compensations. The navigation of the Po was thrown open, and Albert della Scala was released from captivity in Venice. The wide dominions of the Scalagers were now reduced to the territory of Verona and Vicenza. However favourable the results of the war might have been to Venice, it was disastrous to the Florentines. It had cost them six hundred thousand florins, and they had contracted a debt of four hundred and fifty thousand florins more for which they pledged their taxes, besides this, they were in the midst of a commercial crisis. Their great merchants, who had lent large sums to Philip of Valois and to Edward the Third, found themselves cheated of their money. The Bardi and the Peruzzi became bankrupt, still, they had not given up hopes of obtaining possession of Lucca and the struggle for its possession led to the events which will now occupy our attention. End of section 9